everybody, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Coming back again, as we do every single week, even when there's not much going on. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. I'm very tired. Very, very tired. Mm. It's one of those weeks. Yes, it is. It is I one of those. went into yesterday. I went into work. About an hour and a half early, worked a little bit late, came home, took a shower, ate dinner, then went back to work. Oh. Didn't fall asleep. Worked till about midnight, didn't fall asleep till about one, got up at five, went back to work. Wow. Long, long hours. But I'm through the shit, I think, for now. Mm. But uh, it's not fun. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm getting uh, getting used to working at night. It's kind of um, screwing with my brain a bit. I sometimes forget what day it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you start working one day and then you're done working and it's the next day. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I'm sure that's weird. Um, But I'm getting used to it, getting used to the work, and uh, looking forward to doing more stuff. Uh, The schedule is letting me focus my attention on other things. So, yeah, it should be fun. I, I have some video game stuff I'd like to get done. And I think I'm going to get to doing that. Uh, how about you, Tyler? Are you getting any video game stuff done? I know, like, you probably haven't within the past couple of days, but... Um, a little bit. I'm trying to think. Like, last night was, like, my time to, like, do whatever. And it was yeah. up. Which sucked. Um, let's see. I, f- I know I finished Crash Team Racing's, like, campaign. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I just... I went through the first world. I was starting off going like, I'm going to get everything in every world, basically. Yep. And then move on. And I was like, eh, I kind of just want to experience the whole thing through through again. Um, so I did do the whole first world and finish that. But then I'm, I just decided to finish all the tracks, all the bosses. Um, not sure what happened in the final boss. Um so the final boss sends a lot of different things at you, like different uh, power-ups, basically, and it's a long track. It's a tricky track. And he also is fast and honestly cheats. Like, mm. before the green light comes on, he's gone. He starts about halfway to that countdown. And so it, it can be difficult. I honestly have no clue what happened because we were about halfway through the first lap and all of a sudden I was in first and he was way behind. So I have no idea what happened because I, I don't remember like hitting him with any weapon or anything. But something happened. And so then it was it was pretty easy. Um yeah, I mean, that, that game's really cool. I'm going to just play a lot more of the adventure mode, just unlock more stuff. Um, I I want to go online and mm. try try my hand against others. I have not yeah. played online yet in this game. Uh, uh, well, I just want to try it out and see what happens. Um, but yeah, there's also some trophies in the game. Um, 
I would love to platinum this game. I don't know if I'd if I'll have the time. One, you have to beat adventure mode on hard, which the game is already hard. So you really gotta fucking you know practice and and be good at the game to get that. But um, there's some really interesting trophies. Like you gotta drift like 15 times in a row. Mm. It's like that's a very difficult thing to do. But I kind of want to try to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds fun. Um, because the drifting in that game is just way different than Mario Kart. Um, yeah, it's a good game. It is. I, I like it. Um, the other thing is that you and I played a bunch of Apex Legends. Yeah, we played. We played some. I played a little bit more after we we played or before just throughout the week. But yeah, we played some together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had no success at all. No, it was awful. <laughs> I had I had some success outside yeah. of our session. That, you know, that's kind of weird because I never really have too much success or really win when I play with you guys, but almost every time I've won, I've played by myself. Mhm. It's which is random people. It's weird how that works. I think I I think you and I've won like what? Once or twice maybe yeah, together. I know I won once with with Keith and Sam, but other than that, like I probably won maybe 5 games outside mm-hmm. of that i know you've won way more but it's it's just weird how that game works so yeah. i saw the one video you posted on twitter just laying the law down yeah they just kind of ignored me and i was like okay well uh if you're going to ignore me i'll shoot you yeah but yeah i i, I got a winning kill and i posted that up i i won another game today the very first like uh, i was still groggy in the morning sipping on my coffee and i was like i'll play a round of apex mm. and i won the first game it was wow. just downhill from there though but <laughs> yeah 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 we we just we had no success like i felt like we were just getting jumped in bad spots dropping in bad spots i don't know i i I had to shake off some fucking rust i still wasn't playing well but yeah i do like how they changed the battle pass though yes we talked about it is very good but i i like it it's it's definitely better um having challenges in that game is is something that it definitely needed so definitely smart decisions there trying to think what else happened oh we played grand theft auto 5 we tried to play grand theft auto 5 okay yes um yeah so we decided to just play gta 5 for the first time in years literally and fuck i forgot how completely convoluted that game is to play with others it it took us how long to, to just party up with yeah each other. it was it's unbelievable ridiculous. and it's like you can't join gta online and then switch it to like a invite only private session with your friends you have to do that from the beginning mm-hmm. and, and the low times are horrendous in this game and so then you have to back out into the single player then back in and yeah oh my god it's just so convoluted it's convoluted like to start up almost any job Mm -hmm. that you want maybe something specific you can't Um, just go to it on the map you have to go into the menu and launch it in from the menu yes 
Otherwise, you're going to be match made online, and then you, there might not be room or the match starts before you can invite your friends. And Yes. Like, if you're in a crew with your friends, it should, when someone joins an event, it should just be like, do you want to bring everyone along? Mm-hmm. Or maybe only the party leader can do it or whatever. Like, you know, normal shit, you know? It's just... Nothing in this game just makes any sense when it comes to, to partying. It's almost like Rockstar refuses to make games that play like modern video games. Yeah, and it's almost like this was one of their first really big online initiatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, like, honestly, GTA 4 was a little bit easier to get into the online <laughs> than GTA 5 is to me. Um, even Red Dead Online still convoluted. Yeah. Not as convoluted, but it's still just more difficult than it needs to be. The whole posse and camp system. Uh, yeah. There's just... Exactly. Like, why can't I just join, make it private only if I want to, and just literally hit invite, and that's it. Mm-hmm. We're done. Um, but we did eventually get to play stuff, and I mean, the game is fun to play. Uh, some of the things in there, and there's a there is so much to do in that game. So many different game modes um, and things to see. We did some stunt races, yep, which were neat. Those tracks are just wild. Um, we raced, raced some RC cars. Yeah, you and I had a pretty intense back and forth. Yeah, on that, uh, that was that was pretty fun. Um, it reminded me, stick with me, of like when you're watching like the Indy 500 and someone passes someone for the lead and it's just this back and forth yeah. but they pass each other for the lead and it's like oh wow that guy's pulling away but the other guy's still like right there but they're still just flying around the fucking track yep. and then they just keep passing each other it was it was fun in like a really goofy way um, so the stunt races were cool uh, the highlight though was we played some golf. Oh, God. Yeah, that golf, that was, like, ridiculous. (laughs) Uh. Golf is, like, the best thing to do in GTA Online because it's actually really fun to play once you get to hang out it. And I don't know whether it was an epic comeback. No, I I fucking blew it. An epic fucking choke on your part. Dude, I, I blew it. I was trying to get I was trying to get fancy with slicing and slicing the ball and trying to get some spin on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a like a four, three or four stroke lead. Yep. Into the final two holes and ended up losing by three. Mm-hmm. You had like a plus seven in the final final few holes, six or seven. You almost tied my score, which was like plus eleven. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, really, it's a little difficult to like judge things sometimes. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a ride to to play with your friends. You know, maybe maybe if you all got everybody's golf, we could just do some golf. Maybe I don't know. Golf video games can be pretty fun. I mean, everybody's golf is really fun. <laughs> Although it was one of those things that they said would get completely fucked up by the name change thing. So I don't know. Probably reset my progress or something. I haven't probably. played it since I changed my name. But yeah, probably. I don't care. I'll just go back and earn all that shit back again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
trying to think what else we did in GTA Online. Uh, I mean, we did a, like, normal mission. Yeah. But it did not end well. Nope. It's like the enemies were, like, OP as fuck. Yep. And, they, like, it didn't spit us out in a position that was particularly advantageous. It kind of screwed us a bit. Yeah, definitely. And we tried playing the every bullet counts mode, um, but you apparently need four people and can't play with three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we sent out, you can do like a. Yeah, I just auto wide. invite. So yeah. Like, and then nobody sort of would uh, come in and play with us. So nope. that didn't happen. Nope. It did not. But yeah, GTA Online. It's fun. What else have I played? I I feel like I'm going to totally blank on something and it's going to piss me off. Um, I started and only played maybe an hour and a half of it of Devil May Cry 5. Oh. So I got this a while ago when I got Resident Evil 2. I there was a sale a used sale at our local video game stores and so I picked this up because it looks cool I love character action games like that it's just I wanted something that was just kind of lame way over the top and but kind of like straightforward and flashy yeah and I'm just kind of in the mood for something like that right now and so I'm just gonna gonna pound that game out. But yeah, it's it's really good. So I have not played a Devil May Cry game in its entirety. I played a bunch of three back on PS2, and I played some of four, but that's about it. Um, so when it comes to story, uh, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far because it is kind of ridiculous, and the style is just all over the place. I absolutely love it, um, but I'm not like super invested in it right now. Um, but in terms of like playing the game the game's an absolute blast to play and just beat the shit out of stuff and try to get the highest rank you can in every one of the combat arenas and kind of explore these areas that you're put in and uh you know big epic boss fights flashy stuff upgrading your character i mean it's 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 got everything i love in the in these sorts of games um and it's absolutely stunning to look at that resident evil engine can make some gross ass shit Mm -hmm. and they made some gross stuff yet beautiful stuff in devil may cry 5 just some stunning visuals uh and like vistas and and the lighting's really good and everything is is awesome In, in the way like this game has an incredibly epic like title sequence where it just goes through all this different stuff um and then they're flying around shooting all sorts of demons and stuff and in the way it introduces devil may cry 5 is just absolutely amazing right in the beginning um yeah not not too much to say about it i think i'm going to pound out this in shadow of the tomb raider and then move up on uh, back to some other things. That's my plan right now. Okay. And um, I played a bunch of that Forza Lego DLC. Yeah. As well. It's good. I kind of am tired of it. Which I never thought I would really say about something like that with Forza. Hmm. But I don't know. It's fine. That's yeah. about it. I have yet to go back to that. Um, 
Okay. How much of Final Fantasy fourteen have you played? Holy shit. Okay, let me tell you something. That free trial they give you? Yeah. Loads of hours of gameplay you can get out of it. Really? I don't think I have Steam installed on this uh, laptop. I wonder if I can check from my phone how many hours I've played. Because it is... Re- Man. I So I'm, I'm level 26 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got my first mount... Uh, my, my first chocobo. I can ride that around now. Uh, I feel like they waited a long time to give that to you, though. Really? A lot of walking around on foot or paying paying uh, the in-game gill to uh, to do the teleport thing. Man, mm. I'm trying to find my Steam app. I mean, see, I, because... All right. Damn it. Really? It's going to make me... You know what? Never mind. I've probably played probably around like uh, 30 hours. Nice. Wow. Of uh, Final Fantasy 14, and I'm loving it. I like the crafting a lot. I like the outfits. You can be styling. Uh, I've played some more of the dungeon content. Uh, partying up with other people, and the group content is a lot of fun. Uh, How does that work? Do you just enter, enter the dungeon? Enter the dungeon, <laughs> yes. Um, so what you do... Well, these were for story quests, so, and it, it works pretty much the same. These story quests were basically introducing you to something called the Duty Finder, oh. which you can use to do a number of things, but dungeons are covered under there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just parties you up uh, based on the class that you're currently equipped in. Um, I'm not sure if I've explained it, but yeah, classes are very interchangeable. Like after level 10, you can train in other classes. And uh, it, your class is determined by your equipment set, your weapon. And you can save equipment sets for each class. So, yeah, it's really, you can change on the fly and be pretty quick about that. But, yeah, you load up, uh, and each class is assigned to a role based on what that class is good at. Uh, so I'm a DPS uh, player. And, uh, yeah, it it's automatically matches you up with the party composition that you need. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you just go from there. Sometimes the wait times are longer. Um, but, yeah, it's it works. It's fun. People generally do what they're supposed to. I haven't... I actually have yet to fail to complete a dungeon after starting it. Some That's of them good. took a little bit longer because some people are just... <laughs> A little bit slower to doing doing things and it's not really a problem with me i can i can be leisure i can take a leisurely stroll through a dungeon it's not gonna bother me too much mm-hmm. uh, but i did match up with some higher level players who i guess can level sync down and uh play uh with with you and they i guess just by virtue of their equipment were just annihilating things <laughs> Jeez. Which made one of the dungeons very quick. Yeah. And I kind of felt bad because I felt like I was not doing anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, it it's fun. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I, I don't know why, but I think I'm going, going to buy into it and pay the subscription cost and keep, keep with it once I... Uh, reach the limits of my free trial, which it seems like is just level 35 is the level cap, but you could keep playing. So I could level cap other classes 
as yeah. well and just get more playtime out of this free trial. Yeah. It, that sounds like a thing that I can do. So maybe I have more like it's it's ridiculous. Like there's there's so much playtime you can get out of this and there are like I think Oh man, I'm trying to count them in my head, but I think there are like eight or nine starter classes wow. that you could all level up. And then that's not including the, I want to say, eight or nine crafting classes that you can level up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's There's definitely a lot to play there, just on the free trial. And I, I, don't, I have not seen anything about when this free trial ends. I think it is just like level cap. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be smart for them to just get people in, let you play a lot of it, um, and, and yeah. say if you want to buy in, buy in. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing some stuff on written online about the new stuff that came with Shadowbringers, which is very interesting to me because one of those things is playing a dungeon solo with NPC party members. Oh. And apparently those NPC party members are very efficient. Wow. So you could legit play this as a solo MMO if you would want to do that. I'm not sure how that works with bigger raids and stuff like that, but yeah, as far as dungeons go. uh, Can you do a raid in this free trial at all? I don't think so. I don't think raids open up until later in the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have not reached the limits of this free trial yet, so I've yet to see that, but yeah. I'd, I'd suspect that is later game content. Yeah. How much Final Fantasiness is in this? Game? It is very Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I just learned how to slot materia into my into my equipment, which go. is a Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's in Final Fantasy VII, and it's the most popular one so yeah materia slotting it's like yeah chocobos all the enemy designs are very final fantasy and you can see where they were like they were like yo let's just bring this final fantasy thing into here it's it's all really cool they even have throwback names uh Again, Final Fantasy throwback. I met characters named Biggs and Wedge, which are from Final Fantasy VII. They're part of Avalanche. So this is like most Final Fantasy games in that it's like this is its own like world and story. Okay, so crossover. Yes, there is a crossover, and it is weird. So this is this world is the same world as Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy XI, twelve, and this one. Okay. It's weird. I think th- I I don't know if there are any other cases of this being a thing, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. It it's strange. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but I do like this game a lot. And man, it's becoming one of my favorite Final Fantasies. Wow. It, it is it is already surpassed uh, fifteen for me, and I think I like it more than ten and maybe seven. Wow, which one's your favorite again? Uh, six. Six. Yep. Is there a, is there a Final Fantasy world that you wish if Square was 
they inevitably will make another Final Fantasy game that they would go back to a world instead of create a new one I don't know I, I really Outside don't. Outside of maybe seven, which I feel has been used a lot. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure if I would want them to go back to another Final Fantasy world. Mm-hmm. I, I like the. I like the idea of like them bringing all the flavor of Final Fantasy and, and creating new worlds with it. Yeah. It. I, I think that's the. That's the draw for me. Uh, right on. Yeah. Again, I, I played some Apex Legends, won a few games, really enjoying the season pass or battle pass or whatever. Uh, although I will say, I don't think I'm going to be involved with more than one battle pass or pass of that type. Like, I'm not even invested in the Rocket League pass. I'll take the free yeah. items I get from that, but yeah. I'm not putting money into more than one pass at a time, because you, honestly, you only have time for one yeah, you're, if you want to get the most out of it. Yep. Yep. There are a thousand premium currency available for the it, within the Season 2 Battle Pass, and I think each season is 1,100. So, it gets you most of the way there. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Also, um, I mean, you mentioned some of it last week. I like some of the map changes. Yeah. Some of the new little areas that they added, putting the dinosaur thingies on the map. How they broke certain areas. Yeah. I I I like those changes. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'd want another map. I kind of like the idea of an evolving map, but I kind of wish that they built this game in such a way that it was that it. they could be more extreme with it mm-hmm. like you know the factory level in Titanfall 2 mm-hmm. they could have done something similar like done something with that concept and made a battle royale map out of it yeah, that would and be it rad. would and they could change it on a whim and it wouldn't be unheard of yeah what if you made a battle royale map that's completely indoors it's just like a big, massive okay. facility. So, on that topic, I played a lot of the new uh, champion, Watson. Mm-hmm. And Watson is definitely an indoors character. Yeah, because you can use those. Yeah, uh, use not even lives. just the fences, but uh, yeah, fences. Using, her, um, using her ultimate ability, which, if you're in a building, it stops them from throwing grenades and shit inside. Mm-hmm. And also, it's recharging your shields, but it is vulnerable, so they can shoot your ultimate and destroy it. So, it makes sense to deploy that indoors, where it has cover, and it's a place where you can hole up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Watson a lot, but uh, Watson is limited in that way, where it's like, she's really only useful in tight quarters. Right. Indoors, and yeah. I need to grind me out a few more levels so I can get a character. Mm-hmm. And then get once those I, once legend I, tokens. Yeah, once I grind enough to get one, I might buy one more. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind giving Respawn the, the cash for that because I like the game so much. Uh, but I think I have, I think it's 12,000 and I have 10,200. Yeah. I still so think Octane is the most fun of all the, yeah. d- all the uh, characters that they added since the start. But, yeah, Watson's not bad either. So far, like, I definitely want to get Octane and then maybe um, it's one of the OG ones, but Caustic. 
caustic seems cool. Yeah, caustic is interesting. I, I I like caustic a lot, but it's caustic is not a team player. No, because definitely. even though his gas is effective, if your teammates get caught in the gas, they don't get take damage, but they do take this slow this slow effect, and it's really annoying when you get caught in your in your own team's caustic gas. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it yeah, it's just not ideal for uh, for team player. You have to be careful when you're caustic. Um, but. Yeah, he's fun. I won that game with him. Did you? Yeah, the one that I posted online. Oh, okay. Because at the beginning, I threw my caustic oh, yeah, gas yeah, yeah. at the That's one right. guy. That's right. You did. Snipe that one with the... Yep. Yeah, I like that game. I, I feel... I, I just like the feel of, of those weapons. Yeah. And well, the Mozambique's good now. Is it? Yeah, if you get the uh if you get the the, uh, the hammer point rounds or whatever it is that goes with the Mozambique. It just yeah, I had this one instance where you know, there are care packages dropping down like right before the drop. So I was contesting one of the care packages with someone else that was dropping, and I got the Mozambique and the Hammer Point rounds, and they got the L Star. I just popped them once in the head at close range, and boom, yeah. they were down. Yeah. I the L Star is the new golden weapon. Yes. Right. I like that thing. Mm-hmm. It's fun to use. There was one one of the games we played. I have no clue. This guy had the L Star, and I forget what I had. It was like a pistol or something. Like it, it was. It wasn't the best weapon. Mm-hmm. And somehow he didn't get me, and I got him. Uh, and I, I mean, I had like no health left. But I'm like, man, that's gotta suck for you, dude. Mm-hmm. It's fun to get that weapon, then <laughs> just get down like immediately. Yeah. I like the triple take. Yeah, triple takes are pretty fun. Good. I, I've I've come around on the triple take. At first, yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not sure about this, but then once I got it with a precision choke, I was like, ooh, yeah. The triple take combined with Bloodhounds ultimate ability is really good because mm. you can just see everybody and then just just fire like really mm. quick yeah it's fun i also had fun today with the havoc with the turbocharger mm, yeah it was I like that it was good i had a havoc one of the games we played and i saw a turbocharger it was right there i'm running over to get it and some dude just the other guy on our team mm. came over and grabbed it i thought it was you so i was like damn it why'd you take that but it wasn't you. You were long gone, <laughs> out the other side of the room. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think. What else? I played some more Gran Turismo Sport. I did that last mission challenge. The, the four, yeah, the four laps on the Nurburgring. Nice. It was. I felt so in the zone with my car by the time I I done I did that. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh, the settings had it set up like an endurance race, so it was kind of like a one-stop race with the tire wear and fuel consumption. So, well, it was a one-stop race if you were on hard tires. I got you. You could make the hard tires last more than one lap. Yeah. The softs and the mediums just weren't having it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried it multiple times with different tire setups, but yeah, it, it was the hard tires, and I just, I felt like I know that track now. 
<laughs> after after driving it for so long, you you kind of just know. Oh well, this bend goes. I need to do this much wheel turn here. This is where I can put the throttle on. I just mm-hmm. like learning tracks like that. It's fun. Yeah, my favorite part of that track. I don't know what part it's called, but there's two sections of it. It's just like a nice, nice corner, but there, there's like a little. You're talking about the carousel. The carousel, yeah, where there's like two different elevations to it. Yeah, there's, of. there's kind of the, the yeah. concrete bit. Yeah, I always love going through those corners. Mm-hmm. And then there's that super long straightaway that's always fun to, yeah, to drag race down. You can, you can take a sip of your coffee while you have the pedal down and. <laughs> Yep. God, I need to pop that game back in. Mm-hmm. We need to race again. We do. Yeah. I mean, we did race in Grand Theft Auto Five, but that ain't... That's that's a different yeah. kind of racing. You fucked me off the track the first race. Look, I was trying to make a move <laughs> on Sam. Yeah. I And there aren't really rear... I, I don't have mirrors, so no. I didn't see... We were see all kind make, of in the same spot. But that's the thing with that game. Like, those cars are so fucking touchy. Mm-hmm. Like, you get bumped, you're just spinning out. It's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, other video games. Video. I, I don't think there's anything else that I've really been playing. I'm try. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's. But I'm not really coming up. Oh, I played more. Uh, shit. What's that game called again? That card game I'm talking about. Slay the Spire. Mm. I beat that game again. With the defect. I like that game a lot. Have you tried it yet? Yet. Do you have it downloaded yet? No. Oh, man. Not yet. I should, though. It's so it's on good. Game Pass. It's so good. That whole... I did not know. So I had... Right before E3, I bought... I found a, a deal for a year of Xbox Live Gold. Yep. It was like 35 bucks. I'm like, my shit ran out. Uh, Gears is coming out. I'm just going to get it. So I had that not too long for E3 and then they had that whole Xbox Live Ultimate upgrade for a dollar and if you did that that apparently pays like all those months that I already had I now have Xbox Live Ultimate for like almost a year which includes Game Pass for the dollar yeah for a dollar I'm like (laughs) dude what a deal what a deal yeah I have it through uh, March next year yeah so it's so exciting yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, like like we talked about two weeks ago, I think it was like Sony just needs something with a value. Yeah, like, like whether it's a, another spin off of PlayStation Now or they change PlayStation Now, just they need something mm-hmm. next generation. If you ask me, yeah, because yeah. Xbox Game Pass is just getting harder and harder to say no to. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're already in, if you're already playing on Xbox, if you're already playing on Xbox Live, that deal that they've ran, like, yeah, you you would have had to have been a fool to not pay a dollar absolutely. to get that. Absolutely. I thought it was just one month. Yeah, that's that's like, what hey, I thought I'll at first it. too. And then I, you yeah. know, read on their Twitter that's like all prepaid months are taken care of with that. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Yeah, if I knew that, I would have extended my Xbox Live and then yeah. and then done. I would have yeah. gamed the system a little bit. But hey, I'm happy with what I got out of it. Yeah, definitely. I'll be able to play Gears 
with y'all. If you can install it. I need to, I, yeah, I need to figure <laughs> out what's happening with the install on that. I think it might just be the PC, the Xbox uh, PC beta. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh, man. Video games are still fun. Yes, they are. And we got about two weeks until Wolfenstein. Oh, yes. That's going to be a ton of fun. What isn't fun is trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel for news this week. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> great. God. Uh, Not so, a whole lot of newsworthy stuff here in terms of, like, things we can have a really meaty conversation about. Nope. <laughs> I mean... Unless you're... Uh, I mean, the big thing that happened is that Nintendo announced a Nintendo Switch Lite, which, as you said, should have been the light Switch. Yes, and absolutely. should have made it white. Yes. <laughs> um... So that's that's the big thing for the week, which that thing's gonna sell like gangbusters because mm-hmm. it's two hundred fucking dollars. That's a steal. Yeah, but it's not a console anymore. It's a handheld. It is. Can't use it on your TV. No. Really weird rumble. decision that they made. Yeah. I don't know. If I didn't have a Switch, I would definitely probably go for that because I play my Switch more handheld than mm-hmm. on TV. But just because like. We, you know, when you guys come over, we play on TV yeah. a lot. You know, it just doesn't make too much sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into whatever the hell happened this week or whatever. You got some shit about the Division 2 here. Yeah. Just that the Division 2, um, let's see. There's a- Episode 1, DC Outskirts Expedition, which they just had that incredibly weird E3 presentation on. Mm-hmm. Um, drops July 23rd for year one pass holders, July 30th, free for everyone. So that's, yeah, that season pass is kind of bizarre. Um, but it includes two new missions uh, to go through, which is cool. Um, there will be new weapons which you can get new gear all that fun stuff but one thing that is interesting is that they're going to have matchmaking for the raid in this update it's going to be called a new discovery difficulty for the operation dark hours raid which includes the ability to matchmake with other players um basically it's going to be i guess just a more toned down maybe easier version of the raid and you could still experience what it is i guess um but you won't necessarily get the true experience of it i'm curious on that for sure um that's that's an interesting i'm i'm curious on how that's going to pan out for the division two because if it pans out well then i wonder if say destiny 2 takes a look at something like that and it's like can we do something with the raid yeah you know to tone it down so at least people experience it um but but at the same time like getting in like in destiny 2 for example getting six people together and doing the raid as it's intended that is the experience yeah i I, you know so my my idea for this is like hey for the first couple weeks or so have it like the raid as it is now but then after a couple weeks you should there should be a mode that's like okay uh you're obviously you don't have a group to do the raid by now so let's have this match made thing and if you wipe 
we'll give you more hints or something about what to do with the raid mechanics. Yeah. And just, just something to help guide players through if they are being match-made mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Or just, like, things that make it more obvious, like, after people have already solved the raid mechanics and it's available online, why not just put that in the game to be like, hey, y'all are screwing this up. This is this is maybe something you should look to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good approach to it. Um, other things is you'll be able to share blueprints across your characters, crafting gear at the 500 gear score ceiling. It doesn't seem like they're raising that at all yet. And uh, be able to recalibrate crafted weapons. So, yeah. big update coming to The Division 2. Yep. If, about two weeks. Tenocon happened last uh, weekend. Yeah. And they unveiled information about their next expansion, Empyrean, I believe it's called. Uh, And they showed off some new stuff. There's going to be a new open world area. There's just a whole bunch of shit they keep adding to Warframe. It's... I wish... I wish... I stayed with it when PlayStation 4 launched. Yeah. Because I played it a little bit back then, but I dropped off of it when like, when other games came out. But man, this game keeps evolving. Yeah. And it's fucking free. Yeah. Everything they release is free. It's wild. It's awesome that they've stuck with this game and it just keeps getting bigger and better. Mm-hmm. I've never played it, but every time I see it, I'm like, that looks so fucking cool. Like a lot of the art and everything is, is things that I would dig. Yeah. You know? And there's also going to be a graphical overhaul, which, man, I, I don't remember games really doing that within a console generation. No. Like, but, uh... Yeah, that's going to happen. I know they they did that with some big MMOs. uh, Like, World of Warcraft did a graphical overhaul, but that game is so fucking old that they kind of had to update it. But yeah, Warframe... When did Warframe come out? I mean, I knew it was out with the launch of PlayStation 4, uh, but I think it was out maybe a little bit longer on PC. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think it was on PS3 or 360. No. It definitely wasn't, so... Yeah, it was a launch title, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. a launch title on PlayStation 4. I'm just trying to think if it was on PC before that, but I, I just can't. Memory is failing me at the moment. Remember those days on PS4 when there wasn't a whole lot? I mean, I played a shit ton there. of Resogun. Yeah, no, that's all we played was Resogun. <laughs> Resogun and Battlefield 4, that's it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's it's always so interesting and wild to be in on a console in the beginning like that. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got a delay for Grid. Uh, it's being pushed back about a month from September 13th to October 11th. There's a new trailer out there. I mean, I don't... I'm trying to remember how... Was Grid more of a simulation? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Sort of, kind of. Um, I don't remember fully what it was, but it did have, you know, a little bit more simulation aspects to it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't as, like, as hardcore of a sim as, say, like Gran Turismo or the Ford of the Motorsport games. Um, or Project Car- Project Cars, I think, is, like, the most simulation yeah. <laughs> of, of all the sim. It racing. reminded me of, like... 
uh, Codemasters other franchise Dirt where yep. Dirt is it's kind of a simulation game but it's not uh, it's it's like in between that line of arcade in in simulation mm-hmm. except this was more with with uh, actual tracks or street racing and all that mm-hmm. stuff it looks cool yeah I could be down going back to updates to video games that are already out Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has this Apocalypse DLC pack which is included with the Black Ops Pass Uh, a new map a couple new maps Uh, Havana from Black Ops 1 is coming Uh, there's some I like that map there's Der Schatten which is something that's derived from a Black Ops 3 Zombies map. Uh, yeah, there, there are a couple new maps. There's a new uh, new Zombie Story DLC. Reaper is coming back from Black Ops 3. Okay. The Operator. Cool. And Sticks and Stones is back. That You remember that game mode? I do. It's kind of weird that this is dropping in a DLC pack. I wonder if that's locked behind the Black Ops Pass to play Sticks and Stones. Doesn't make much sense to lock a game mode behind a DLC wall, mm-hmm. especially one that's existed before without a DLC wall. Who knows? It's... Mm. I like playing Call of Duty. I don't like the business around Call of Duty. No. Not at all. They, they, there's some very gross monetization. Yep. And it's very annoying to go sort through all of, hey, you have a new thing here. Gotta go tab over it to make sure you don't get that notification again. And it's, mm-hmm. oh, God. Yep. It's a whole thing. What's not quite a whole thing yet is Amazon's Lord of the Rings MMO. Yeah. That's currently in development for PC and unannounced consoles. I don't... Hmm. There's already a Lord of the Rings MMO. There is. I don't need to play another MMO personally, and I'm not sure if I need to explore the Lord of the Rings thing anymore. I'm kind of tired out on Lord of the Rings. I'm like... Mm, I feel like there's enough out there. Like, there's gonna be that show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that show, but, um... Yeah, I don't don't know about this. There was... Yeah, there was the Lord of the Rings online. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, fucking ten... Ten plus years ago. I played a little bit of that. Yeah, it, it always looked cool. I never got into it. Um... But, yeah, that... That... That was certainly a thing, and apparently this will be separate, yeah, from the TV show that is happening right now that Amazon is also making. Yep. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. I mean, we'll. I, I'm curious to see what lessons they've learned from other MMOs. Yeah. But uh, Amazon and games has not necessarily led to much success so far. Right. And an MMO is. A brand new MMO is very hard to make mm-hmm. in this day, this age of gaming. Yep. You know, you, you kind of got to have a big name behind it or a big name developer. And Lord of the Rings is a big name, but um, it's going to have some competition. Well, it does have some, comp- 
steep competition. Yeah. And then the whole, like, is it going to be subscription or not can certainly make or break it. Yeah, I think uh, the state of MMOs right now, it sounds, from the noise on the internet, it sounds like Final Fantasy fourteen is the leading, like... At least quality-wise, I know there are probably more players who pl- still play World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. but I feel like people are more satisfied with Final Fantasy fourteen at the moment. Yeah, and it seems like they stick with Final Fantasy fourteen a little bit more than World of Warcraft. I feel mm-hmm. like World of Warcraft has these spikes when new expansions come out, and then it drops off like a fucking rock, and no one talks about yeah, it. Yeah, and from, from the word I'm hearing, the most recent expansion, Battle for Azeroth, is not very popular among people. Mm. Yeah. I played World of Warcraft back in the day. Yeah. Maybe you should play Final Fantasy fourteen. Get on that free Maybe. trial. Maybe. It's cross-platform. It is? Yeah. All right. So even though I'm playing on PC, I should be able to play with you if you hmm. pop it in on your PS4. The PS4, baby. Yeah. All right. So we've got the two more lengthy discussions here uh first up is an interview with sean murray uh who was this interview with games radar Mm -hmm. yes all right so sean murray dealing out advice for the developers of anthem and fallout 76 basically telling them to uh stay quiet until uh your game's better which is the approach that Hello Games had, which a lot of people were furious with until they turned it around. But that's his advice to Anthem Fallout 76. And I feel like Anthem has gone quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anthem is silent. Yes. Fallout 76 less so. Uh, they, they keep trying to talk about Fallout 76 keep trying to make it a thing yeah. i haven't gone back to fallout 76 or anthem in a long time about two or three months since i've played those games yeah but yeah uh, what what do you think about this advice it's such a like i like this approach of just shut the fuck up and fix the game sort of thing and and just make it better because I think the payoff that way can be probably more rewarding Mm -hmm. like No Man's Sky is talked about completely differently than two years ago Mm -hmm. like two years ago it was a total disaster of a game and now we sit here and go yeah it's they really turned that game around mm-hmm. and added everything that everyone wanted, and it's an enjoyable experience. Um, so I, I like that way, but I think it's easier for Sean Murray to say that as a small independent developer right, yes. than an EA in a Microsoft or Bethesda or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's much easier when you don't have shareholders to please. Yes, it's. Yeah, that's that is just the unfortunate and it's, reality. And it's it's easier to maybe stick with it too. Um, yeah, yes, and like I guess what I'm trying to say is like No Man's Sky was like their thing, so they 
yeah, like you're saying, they don't have shareholders to a piece. They don't have to get the next project out. Mm-hmm. They might have to because they need to bring money in or maybe they'll do contract work or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, you know, for Sony or, or Bethesda, whatever, they have to get that big next title out. So it's for them. Let's just like push Anthem off to the side, not yep. do anything with it. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the approach of let's just go dark and we'll talk when we have some significance to say, not get up there and have people cheer us about adding NPCs to our fucking game. Yeah, we're the good guys, people. Mm. Nope. Like I don't, know. don't like. It. Yeah, it it just feel feels uh feels dirty when that kind of stuff happens. Uh, yeah, I I just think this. It's it's hard. It's yeah. it's hard to uh, like hard to swallow sometimes when like something you you do and you put a lot of effort into is just not accepted very well and yeah. it's not up to the expectations that people have for you. And I can understand why you'd want to try to get out ahead of that and try to appease people right away. Like there's you don't want everyone to leave your yeah, game. Definitely. Like it that that is like one of the things that I I think like Anthem and Fallout 76 to a lesser degree kind of relies on people staying with the game true like there are definitely different experiences yeah. from No Man's Sky mm-hmm. where that's just like a single player experience I mean I guess you can do multiplayer now yeah. but that's a, inherently mostly a single player experience you can come back to it whenever whenever you want where yeah, yeah. yeah. there always needs to be people playing the game for them to want to continue to improve the game yeah because if they, they release some new content but nobody's there to play it and like matchmaking takes forever because there's like only a few thousand people still playing your game. It's kind of, yeah, that can be tough. Right. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see if Anthem is still around next year. Uh, that's what I was just about to say. Like, I, I have a feeling Anthem's that Fallout 76 is just going to keep pushing ahead and yeah. keep pushing forward. Because Bethesda games tend to just kind of stick around. Yeah, they just... People like playing them. Yeah. Um, and, and as long as they keep making that game better, adding more content, people will come back to it. But Anthem, I, I can... I don't think Anthem's even going to go beyond this year at all. Mm-hmm. Like, even just the next few months. Yeah. Unless they radically change what that game is, which is hard when it's... A, when it... <laughs> I will, with all due respect to No Man's Sky, Anthem is just a bigger game, like with more production behind it. But and that is a game that is harder to shift the like yeah. the design around. Yeah. Yeah. And this is maybe not the best business move, but what if you know, kind of take this approach with Bioware and just be like, we're gonna shut the fuck up, but. The next thing you see won't be Anthem content. It'll be our next fucking game. Mm-hmm. And it'll be what you want sort of thing. I would love that. Andromeda 2. Harder to do. Yeah. I would take a sequel to Andromeda. They just made it good, damn it. I would too. I'm really bummed they never came out without DLC because I knew exactly what it was going to be. Yeah, the Corian, uh, whatever, arc, I yep. believe they called them. 
Because I fucking love the Corians, and they weren't there weren't many Corians at all, and yeah. Mm. That was <sighs> darn. <sighs> all right. Well, Tyler, you you scooped this up from a little while ago. GameStop doing some sort of subscription yeah. service. Tell me about this. Uh, this is from GamesIndustry.biz. It was just an interview with, uh, let me get his name, uh, VP of Merchandising, Eric Bright from GameStop. Um, basically, just kind of going over uh, how GameStop's going to try to stay alive as new consoles come around, as subscription services become a thing, there's more digital storefronts than ever, um, and, and how how they plan on staying around which you know retail keeps while it makes a lot of money still it still is uh very much declining um and and having actual stores and everything um he said that um basically with the rapid acceleration of digital he said no it doesn't concern me which i don't know if, I think GameStop's probably pretty concerned with how year over year digital becomes a little bit more thing. But he was saying that uh, GameStop is focused on games and gaming culture overall. Any way we can look at monetizing overall digital sales, we will. You can be assured that... Uh, given the fact that we have over 65 million members in Power Up Rewards, we're no more than a skateboard ride away. Uh, also saying that uh, our partners know that partnering with GameStop on new ways of monetization is in their best interest. So we're engaging with conversation with everyone and new as new formats come out, which he's not wrong there. GameStop's still a powerful player. Um, but I do think that if especially the platform holders could cut them out, they absolutely would fucking do it in a heartbeat. Yep. But they just can right now because GameStop moves so much hardware for yeah. these guys you know um, and then one thing I thought was interesting in here is uh, where is it there are certainly similar similarities between GameStop's new plan and the one game has been following game uh, the UK basically GameStop over in UK in March the US firm announced a stronger push into esports by teaming up with esports group Complexity Gaming the two have developed an 11,000 square foot performance center that features a public gaming area as well as a cutting edge performance training via data analytics, special gaming equipment, video studio and merchandise area. And he said, um, imagine that if you're into Overwatch, you will be able to come into a GameStop and be taught how to play Overwatch better by one of the members of Overwatch League members themselves. Hmm. So that's something that GameStop's pushing into. We've seen GameStop moving into a lot of things. I mean, moving into, like, um, toys, and you go in there, and there's nothing but fucking Funko Pops everywhere. Uh, they tried, which I feel like they kind of dropped, but they tried publishing video games. I remember yeah. they did um, Song of the Deep yep. with Insomniac. Um, I think they did a game with Ready, uh, Ready, Ready by Dawn, right? No. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, I don't. I, I don't know that. exactly. Or ready at dawn. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see GameStop just try to stay relevant as they possibly can be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's there's been a lot of stories recently about how they just lost a shitload of money last quarter, and yeah. Do you think GameStop will go away? No, I think it's going to linger on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, until internet infrastructure improves, there's always going to be people out there who want to buy physical games. And GameStop might lose physical locations, but they'll probably always maintain an online presence. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think they'll be around for sure and 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 i i don't see them i don't see like people that say like oh they're gonna be dead in the next five years like i i unless they go fucking bankrupt which is a total possibility with how much money they've been losing you know i just think with new consoles coming around that's going to be a big shot in the arm for these guys and so they'll definitely be around uh for most of the next generation probably until like like you said internet infrastructure but then like that leads to until we're basically streaming games almost all the time and that is the dominant form of of playing games either uh just streaming or buying them digitally and it's it's accepted a lot more um and is nearly as accessible as watching stuff on netflix um you know, which that kind of killed the whole like video rental store and all that stuff. Like, then GameStop will probably really start to die down. Mm-hmm. That's a long ways away. Yeah. Speaking of the digital future, we have June's top downloads on the PlayStation Store. I got our PlayStation 4 games right here. Number 10, Days Gone. 9, God of War. 8, DayZ. 7, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. 6, Detroit Become Human. 5, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. 4, Minecraft PlayStation 4 Edition. 3, Grand Theft Auto 5. 2, Marvel Spider-Man. And at number 1 is NBA 2K19. What a weird month. All those people who bought Detroit the month before... It went yep. free for PlayStation Plus members. Yep. Yep. Uh, there really wasn't anything significant that came out in June. Nope. On PS4. Not really. Um, I mean, I'm surprised Judgment isn't up there. Yeah. I'm also surprised that apparently, you know, the best-selling game of the year, Mortal Kombat 11, is not on there. Mm. Either. Um, Fucking GTA 5 just... I know. Just clinging mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation VR, uh, number 10, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Nine, Rick and Morty, Virtual Regality. Eight, Arizona Sunshine. Seven, PlayStation VR World. Six, Blood and Truth. Five, Job Simulator. Four, Vacation Simulator. Three, Beat Saber. Two, Super Hot VR. And number one, Five Nights at Freddy's VR. Help Wanted. Mm. Great. The free-to-play games, uh, they're being downloaded on the PlayStation Store. Whoa! Number 10, H1Z1 Battle Royale. 9, Warframe. 8, World of Warships Legends. 7, Realm Royale. 6, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 Lite. 5, Warface. 4, Brawlhalla. 3, Apex Legends. 2, Fortnite. And at number 1, Dauntless. 
All right. Fortnite isn't number one. That's weird. <laughs> I guess it is just coming down to actual downloads. Yep. But um, speaking of Pro Evolution Soccer, Konami did come out and say that it was more of Sony. It was all Sony on yep. the switcheroo for PlayStation Plus that swapped out uh, Pez 2019 and Detroit Become Human. Mm. Yeah, I I really would love to know why. <laughs> I will never know, probably. Um, but yeah, I'm curious. All right, we've got a sale for you. Up to 50% off through July 23rd, the PlayStation Retro Sale. And there's a whole load of games on this. I'll start from the bottom of the PlayStation 4 list here. You can get... Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. That's strange. Okay, Yakuza Kiwami is $10, but Kiwami 2 will run you $25. If you love Arcade Archives... There's a lot of them on sale. Mm. Like, holy fuck. I've been playing that, well, like last month I played a lot of that Wipeout Omega Collection. That's available now for eight bucks. One thing that was announced this week was a Batman Arkham Collection. Oh, great. That included Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham Knight. Not Arkham Origins. Fuck them. Rocksteady being a bunch of ass cracks because they didn't make that game. Um, That's a thing coming out in September. Mm. But if you want to get just Return to Arkham, that's $8. And there's two great games there. All right. Let's see. God, I've got Stardew Valley for $12. That's not too much of a sale price there, though. I kind of forgot that Activision resold that variety map pack for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's on sale. Don't buy that because that's just gross. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is 20 bucks. All right. On that note, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy is $26, but the bundle that gets you Spyro and Crash is $41.24. I don't know if we talked about this when it got announced because there was so much happening leading up to E3 and then E3 kind of happened. But if you want to get hyped for a remake that is happening destroy all humans is four dollars mm. they are remaking destroy all humans and i am very curious if that will hold up <laughs> did you play those games i i remember playing the first one yeah i played one and two on ps2 and they i mean they were, they were fun but i i don't know if they'll be fun in 2019 i well i guess it comes out next year actually 2020 but yeah Destroy All Humans and 2 is also on sale for 4 bucks. Uh, if you are still waiting for Shenmue 3, you can get 1 and 2 for $18. Mm. Um, what else see. do we have here? Red Dead Revolver you can get for 9 bucks. I'm not sure if that game's any good or not. Yeah. Uh, there's a Jack and Daxter bundle for $16. That's cool. There's a bunch of Grand Theft Auto games on sale. The old, older uh, PS2 games. 
Um, and also Hitman HD Enhanced Collections on sale for twenty four dollars. Wow, they sold that for sixty dollars. It's the OG price. What the fuck? Mm. Can you get Okami HD for sixteen bucks? Mm. Right on. Journey seven fifty. Journey is so good. Did you ever play Journey? Yeah. I'm, uh, it was all right. I I don't particularly care for it as much as other people do, but I can see where they're coming from. I agree with you. Like, I don't think it's like game of the year, one of the best games of all time, but I really enjoyed what I played. Yeah, so that's the sale yeah, going through stuff. July 23rd. Go and check that out. We don't have a list of new games for you this week. I don't think anything important released this week, or I would hear about it. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a. Not a whole lot going on. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the middle of the summer. It's that post-E3 thing where no one has anything to announce and no video games are coming out. Yeah. Comic-Con is next weekend. So maybe there'll be some stuff out of that. Who knows? Maybe. Not not a lot of games. If we're lucky, we'll get something. We'll see. I'm hoping we get some Marvel movie announcements for the MCU. Hmm. You saw that Spider-Man. Yeah, I liked that Spider-Man quite a lot. Yeah. I think it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Whoa! I think it's probably Okay, it's my favorite Peter Parker movie. Yeah, okay. Um, It's probably top three for me. I think. Uh, Maybe four. I think my favorite Spider-Man movie is honestly probably Into the Spider-Verse. Did you see that? Uh, I have yet to see that. That is on Netflix now, isn't it? It is. I need to watch that. That movie is absolutely amazing. Um, That's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. And then I have a lot of nostalgia for Spider-Man 2 back Mm. in the day. Mm. I don't know if it holds up as well. I haven't watched it in such a long time. And then uh, I don't know if I liked Far From Home more than Homecoming, though. I think I probably would go with Homecoming because Michael Keaton. Okay. But Far From Home is good for sure. It's definitely on the slower side in like maybe the first third, but there's a lot of good moments in that. Yeah. Like um, uh, Ned. God. You know, with that, that chick. Oh, God. He, those two <laughs> I love so funny. I loved it so much. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God. Especially at the... Well, I won't say anything. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. old, not old enough yet. Yeah, yeah, that, that that was good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I was watching some of that uh, Neon Genesis Evan Evangelion mm. uh, yeah. episodes fourteen through nineteen, and holy shit, it is fucking wild. Yeah. I uh, I I don't listen to Waypoint at all, but I follow Patrick Klepko on Twitter. I saw he they recorded a nearly five hour podcast on it. Yeah, and I so. understand exactly why because holy <laughs> fuck, those episodes were something. Mm. God, 
That's long. No, their their podcast is longer than the episodes themselves. Yeah. What What are the episodes? The episodes are like around 25, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Interesting. It's more than twice now that I'm thinking about it. Their podcast runs more than twice the length of the episodes that they've watched. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's mm. shout outs to them. They do good work. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It's a lot of good stuff to watch right now. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, sure. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah. If you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Oh, buddy. I'm going to be tired tomorrow. Got to go to work tonight. Yeah. But that's fine. We'll see you all next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Make sure you eat your vegetables.